This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Hello, welcome to a very special edition of At The Turn. Nick and I are going to review the top 21 golfers of the 21st century. Nick, are you excited to do this? I, I am very excited, Joe, and I just got to... I just got to put this out there at the start that I appreciate all the hard work that you did on this. This I got to hand you the credit. This was this was your idea from conception to uh, what we're going through today. You you created this list. You created a formula. You took into account all of the accomplishments that a professional golfer can have. And so, any negative comments that I may have throughout this podcast is not in any way a reflection on you and your effort to build this list of the top 21 golfers of the 21st century. So thank thank you. you. No, thank you, Nick. I I appreciate that. And that means also, if you would disagree with this list, direct those to at Joe Simon says on all platforms. Before we get into it, I always forget to say this at the start of the podcast. And I finally remembered, folks, for some reason, ratings and reviews are very important for podcasts. I don't understand why. Do you understand why, Nick? Yeah, I do. Okay, great. Can you give us can you give us an explanation? That's what the podcast platforms use. You're rating it not for the other users, but for the podcast platform to know what the best podcasts are. I see. So this is all for the algorithm. Big Brother is determining which podcasts are in front of the people. Exactly. So now you know it is even more important. You are you're you're looking at your podcast platform right now. Okay. Stop reading those emails at work. Take a break from your jog. Get your head out of the toilet that you're cleaning right now and rate and review at the turn. Give us five stars. Say whatever you want. Say Joe's the worst six handicap in the world. Say Nick has really added a lot of distance with the driver. Whatever whatever you want to say, put it in there. It's really appreciated. Rate and review Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. It's probably Apple Podcast. Okay, business is out of the way. Couple caveats with the top 21 golfers of the 21st century. This is the top 21 male golfers of the 21st century. I know Annika would be in the top five. I know Lorena Ochoa would be in the top five. I know other female golfers would be on this list. It was a complete oversight on my part. When I started making this list, I got about four golfers into it, and I thought, damn it, where's Annika? Where's Lorena on this list? My head exploded trying to figure out how to equate Solheim Cup to Ryder Cup and President's Cup. So you'll have to forgive me, folks. This is just the top 21 male golfers of the 21st century. Now, the ground rules. That being said, we 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 do have to do a, a women's version of this. I want to do it too, because the more I think about it, the more fun it would be. Like, yeah. it, it would be a lot of fun. So I, I do want to take that on. For this list. Only achievements completed in the 21st century are accounted for. If you won an event on December 31st, 1999, party over, oops, out of time. It's not going to count on this list. So some players you'll see. The statute of limitations is up. Exactly. Some players benefit from their entire career taking place in this century, and you'll hear that later on. Some are omitted, like a David Duvall, a Colin Montgomery. Don't even sniff this list. But if we back this up to like 27 years instead of the last 21, they would have made it. Okay. Very important. 
the point scale. We assign a point to every accomplishment a professional golfer could or should have. If you reached number one in the world at some point in your career, 25 point bonus. I don't care if you were there for a day or a decade, 25 points, that's it. Got way too complicated to think about weeks at number one, all of that, didn't deal with it. 25 points, you either made it or you didn't. For every major you get, 15 points per major. Every Olympic medal, gold, silver, bronze, they all count the same here, that's nine points. If you won the FedEx Cup Championship or if you won an Order of Merit or a PGA Tour money title, eight points per. A Players' Championship is worth seven points. Ryder and President's Cup. Now, Nick, U.S. has a team event every single year, a Ryder Cup or a President's Cup. As a result, a U.S. team berth on one of those teams, 2.5 points. The rest of the world, Euro, International, you get five points. That's how we even the playing field there. Did did you consider like breaking it down by like your performance in those events? Or you just you were just like, no, no chance. What There's I not enough about, beer to keep you to keep you motivated to to break that all down for the last 21 years. What I actually thought about doing was making a automatic bid versus a captain's pick. I thought about that too, because because I looked at this list and I'm like yeah, yeah, Ricky Fowler was on a bunch of these, but like he was just a captain's pick because he was a good commercial. I mean, I I don't even know which years he was a captain's pick and which years he wasn't, but it, it, it that definitely set some some alarm bells off. The reason I decided to make it the same amount of points was a it was easier to <laughs> count it all up. That's ninety percent of it. But the other part of it is this: if you're a captain's pick, you're a captain's pick based on something that the captain sees that should make you a part of this team. So, in my opinion. That matters just as much as an automatic selection. Sure. That's 10% of it. So five points for the rest of the world, EU, INTL, and 2.5 for USA. That's the Ryder and President's Cup. Four points for a PGA Tour win, three points for a European Tour win, and one point for a top five in a major. Nick, one thing I omitted was the World Golf Championships. I don't care, all right? All that was going to do was make Tiger up the list even higher. Spoiler, Tiger's number one. Any problems with what I did here? No, we're all all good. Now, before we dive in, you've seen this list. You've reviewed it. You've got a lot of thoughts. Do you have any qualms with who did not make the top 21 before we get into it? No, I, I don't have any qualms with who did not make the top 21 only because number 21 had a really strong finish second half of the season to get into the top 21 and had this player not made it, I I would have had some beef. Boy, that would have been bulletin board material for him if he didn't have a strong 2021 to make the top 21 of the 21st century. Just to give a little bit of flavor, I'm going to rip off real, real quick, 35 through 22. I'm not going to stop, not going to talk about them, just to give the folks an idea of who did not make the list was on the cusp. Number 35 through 22. Starting with 35, Angel Cabrera, Patrick Reed, Stuart Sink, Louis Oosthuizen, Kenny Perry, Mike Weir, Charles Schwartzel, David Toms, Graham McDowell, Ian Poulter, Matt Kuchar, Paul Casey, Bubba Watson, and your bubble boy, Zach Johnson. Yeah, I mean, maybe if anything, a little surprised Bubba wasn't in the top 20, top 21. A couple of majors, 10 wins. I don't know, but it all it all seems... It all seems pretty straightforward. I was pleasantly surprised with when I put this formula together and just dumped the data in how much I agree with the formula. You'll hear there's a few spots where I'm kind of like, eh, but for the most part, I really agree with this. Are you ready for number 21? Are you ready to get started? Yeah. With 101 points on the at the turn scale, number 21, your current number one in the world, John Rahm. Barely made it. He barely made it. He barely beat out Zach Johnson. And this is where I would have had a problem. So your formula was great here. It worked out great. He got to number one in the world. He got that major. That's 40 points right there just for those two things that he just accomplished within the last six months. Um, if he doesn't get those, he's he's somewhere in the uh, Stuart Sink, Patrick Reed territory. That's tough. Which would be a catastrophe. <laughs> so, um, yes. John Rahm, he got number one in the world. He got that major. He's in the top 21. He's ahead of Zach Johnson. All is right in the world. Nice work. Nice work, John and Joe. 
We got to give Zach Johnson a little bit of credit. The man's won a couple majors in 10 PGE Tour events. It's not like he's a total slacker. No, not a total slacker at all. He's the 22nd best player of the 21st century. (laughs) That he is. The 20th best player of the 21st century. The only man, I believe, ever to win the PGA Tour money title and the Order of Merit in the same year with 104 points. Luke Donald. I, I think I think Rory did it. Did Rory do it? I I, I, I think so. If I had to bet, like, I, I don't really know. I'm 50% sure, which means I really have no idea. But if I had to bet, I'd put, five bucks, I'd put five bucks down saying Rory did that. Do you want to? Do you want me to stall and you can take a look to see if Rory actually did that? Go on his uh, Wikipedia page while I stall for a minute, and I'll and I'll talk okay. about Luke Donald. Okay. So Luke Donald did do that. Luke Donald was number one in the world. He actually did finish a year number one in the world, which used to be that used to be more of a, a uh, an important distinction than it is now. Uh, they do still give out an award for it being the year end number one player. Luke Donald did accomplish that. Four Ryder Cup appearances, five PGA Tour wins, six Euro wins, top fives in a major. He had five of those. Never a major champion. I don't think he really even, like, even though he finished top five in five majors, I can't remember a major where Luke Donald was, like, in the final group or really competed at any point. But number 20 makes sense for someone who is distinguished to this degree. So in 2012... Rory McIlroy won the Order of Merit and the PGA Tour money list. And, and then in 2013-14, so the PGA Tour has broken out to 13-14 as one season, and he he won the money list there. The European Tour 2014 is its own season. He also won the Order of Merit there. So you're saying Rory's probably going to be on this list somewhere? I think he will be. So what I'll say is Luke Donald was the first person to do this then. Congratulations, okay. Luke sure. Donald. The 20th best golfer of the 21st century. This one surprised me a little bit, Nick, coming up. Number 19, 115 points. Henrik Stenson. I thought he'd be a little bit higher. So here's what Henrik did. Never got to number one. One major championship. One Olympic medal. One FedEx Cup championship. A player's championship. Four PGA Tour wins. And nine European Tour wins. That's a pretty good resume. He's he's a stat stuffer, you know? He he doesn't have a ton of anything, but he's a guy who's going to go out and give you 14, 15 points, eight or nine rebounds, four assists, three steals, you know, play, I don't know, 37 minutes. And, uh, you know, you, you need that guy out there. He's, you know, he, he's not stuff. He's not filling up in, in one column, but he's he's getting done all over the place. He's Mr. Intangible out there. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's got all the skill sets. Jack of all trades, master of none, Henrik Stenson. Number 18 on our list. Just above Stenson. These guys were Ryder Cup teammates a lot. 117 points for Martin Keimer. Martin, number one in the world. Couple majors. Players championship. Nine European Tour wins. Notably, Martin Keimer, two major championships. Zero other top fives in majors. I find that so interesting when that happens. There's these guys when they get hot. They blow everyone out of the water. I remember I went to the 2014 U.S. Open that Martin Keimer won, and he won by like eight shots. We went to the final round, and it was a snooze fest. It was kind of remarkable to watch. Which is is great foreshadowing. I think we're going to talk about that 2014 U.S. Open a little bit later. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, any any issues I, with Martin? No, no, no issues. It's just it's kind of remarkable to me that, that you look at Keimer and Stenson next to each other. Stenson has – he never got to number one. He got one major. So he got 15 points out of the two biggest point categories. Keimer's got 40 points in those two columns. He got number one. He's got two majors, and he's still only two points ahead of Stenson. So I think that speaks to you get hot, you take advantage of it. The rest of the time, you kind of ho-hum, but, you know, you make up for it on your, in your hot weeks. Yeah, and something I neglected to mention right out of the gate, folks. So going back to it, on this point scale, we're not double counting, right? So... If Martin Keimer has the two major championships and one player's championship, he has no other PGA Tour wins. So we're not counting two majors, one player's, as three PGA Tour wins. We're not double counting things, okay? So those two majors would normally count as two PGA Tour wins, two Euro wins, two top five in majors. Not here. 
We're excluding those from double counting. Does that it's make sense, hierarchy. Nick? It's a hierarchy. It counts for the thing you get the most points for. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. Well put. So Martin Keimer's number 18 with 117 points. What did you call Henrik Stenson earlier? He's a, he's not a stat stuffer. He's just good across the board, or he is a stat stuffer? I say he's a, he's a stat, stu- isn't a stat stuffer, the guy who who just fills it up in, in every category. He doesn't fill it up. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been in the basketball stats game. <laughs> I was going to say, we have, it, it has been so long since we worked together in basketball. The last time I looked at a box score, a basketball box score, man, it's it's been a minute. That used to be your job. So here's a guy who is a uh, – he. it's not a stat stuffer. Here you go. He fills up the stat sheet. Okay. He just gets a little bit and a lot. 121 points for number 17 on our list, Jim Furyk. Not number one in the world ever. Only one major championship to his credit. 14 appearances in team events, 12 PGA Tour wins, and 15 top five in majors. He's always there. He's always knocking on the door, Nick. 15 top fives in one win. That's kind of rough. I mean, that's Jim Furyk in a nutshell. The man shot fifty eight. Come on, let's give him a little credit. Oh no, the that's man. that that's great. I think I think it's incredible that he had the career he did with that swing. It's almost like it's almost like setting yourself back. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna play with one one arm tied behind my waist. Well, it's one of those things where they say if someone's a good golfer with a unique swing, like never mess with it. Could you oh, imagine yeah. if some college coach got a hold of Jim Furyk and it's like, oh, well, he's good enough to make this team with this swing. But what if we changed it to a traditional swing? And it's like, no, let that weirdo do his thing. Let him bunt it out there. He can work the ball both ways. And yeah. guess what? He won a major at 12 PGA Tour events. Like, obviously, he he made it work for him. Yeah, no no doubt. No doubt. It, it's, you know what? There's only one moment of the swing that matters and and he's he's got that down it just looks so like oh my god what are you doing yeah it would be (laughs) just imagine him like playing in a high school tournament and the kids he's playing against like watching him warm up just like laughing yeah i I hope i play against this guy (laughs) yeah how is this guy the number one on their team that's unbelievable number 16 in our list 123 points the losing captain for the most recent Ryder Cup, but winner of three major championships, Padraig Patty Harrington. I was just saying, I think I think Patty got to number two in the world. And had he gotten to number one, he would have been right around the cusp of the top 10 of this list, which is where I kind of felt like he should be for a guy with three majors to do it. I, I know he did it all in that close of a span. I'm surprised he didn't get to number one. I think he got to number two. Seems like he should be a little higher on this list than, I don't know, a guy we're going to talk about pretty soon, Jason Day. Like, whose career would you rather have? And I think I think nine out of ten golf fans would say Patty Harrington. Nine out of ten Irish golf fans would definitely say Patty Harrington. <laughs> um, that's That's an interesting perspective. You know, I think that's just the peril of peaking during Tiger's time, right? Like, we're going to get to people on this list who did not achieve number one in the world who you will be shocked that they did not achieve number one in the world based on how they're thought of in the game of golf. If I can get to number 15, someone who has been number one in the world, four major championships. And that's, that's pretty much it. That's not completely true. Five appearances in team events for Brooks Kepka, four PGA Tour wins, Eight top five in major championships. My man stacked up majors. Number one in the world. That's how we got here. Yeah. I mean, 15 seems a little low. I I, I just, again, I feel like. Very concentrated. There, it is. It is very concentrated. And, and with Brooks more than anybody else, like he, he got the majors. The majors got him to number one. The majors got him on those on those team events. And that's that is pretty much it. It is a pretty bare resume. He is by by majors count. He's number four on this list, and overall, he's number fifteen. Now, it, it it is about more than the majors, but it is it is a very stark contrast to the guys in the ten spots ahead of him to see four majors in his column and the numbers that everybody else has put up. Yeah, I mean, it's been a very weird career. He doesn't really have a parallel in the history of golf. And he's still a pretty young guy. I mean, he's only in his early 30s, but injuries have sort of derailed things, or we think. But if Brooks wins a major next year, no one will be surprised. If Brooks never wins a major again, 
I don't think I'd be that surprised either. Yeah, I think I'd be I'd be more surprised if Brooks wins a major next year than if he never wins one again. Wow, really? Yeah. I, He's I pretty mean, good at golf, Nick. Hey, there's a lot of guys who are pretty good at golf. And I'm not saying he won't win a major again. I, I mean, look. He's probably he's probably posting this podcast on his bulletin board right now. I'm as we sure. Speak. Um, I wouldn't be that surprised if he if he wins one again or next year, but I'd be more surprised if he wins one next year than if he never wins one again. He could never win one again and still be a Hall of Fame player. He has to be. Four majors has to get you in the Hall of Fame. Exactly. Someone who's not going to get in the Hall of Fame. Oh, there's bulletin board material. Number fourteen, <laughs> Jason Day, number one in the world. He does have a major. It's a PGA championship. I didn't take away any points for that. Five President's Cup appearances, a Players' Championship, 11 PGA Tour wow. wins. A little He's really pr- sliding in that jab with the PGA Championship. It took me a second to comprehend it. I'm like, why would you take points away for a major? It was oh, quick. PGA. I, oh, I stabbed no, and yeah. I ran with that one. Yeah, you really did. 11 PGA Tour wins, nine top fives in majors. Zero Euro wins, which is pretty surprising for an international player, but he's played all of his time in the PGA Tour. Um, you took a shot at Jason Day earlier. Do you want to take another one now? No. I, I, you know, I would just rather have Patty Harrington's resume than than Jason Day's. Uh, three majors. I, I, he, Jason got to number one in the world, and he barely did. Like, it was this foregone conclusion. When is Jason Day going to get there? He's he's the best player. He's playing so good. When is he going to get there? He got there, and, and it he let it go and he never got it back. And it was just like, oh my God, he's just watching. It was almost like a Ricky Fowler before Ricky Fowler had this decline. And, and he didn't fall quite as far as, as Ricky did. But but it was like, oh, oh, Jason, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Ricky never what? ascended to the heights of Jason Day. For context, and I'm glad you brought up Ricky Fowler. Did you see how far you had to scroll down before you got to Ricky Fowler on this list? I did, I did. He was uh, he He made the list. It looks like you got... 60 plus guys on here and Ricky's in he's, the what well, he's the top 50 right yeah 40, Ricky is 45 yeah, he's, 44 Ricky is uh tied with Bryson DeChambeau for 44 but I gave Bryson the nod because he won the major so that's that's where Ricky Fowler is in Ricky doesn't have a major famous <laughs> no, no, not, not even a PGA I will say Jason's PGA came taking on Jordan Spieth at Whistling Straits when Jordan Spieth had one of the best major seasons maybe you put Tiger's 2000 and you put, you know, Jordan Spieth's 2015 as the two best major seasons of this century. And Jason Day stared him down, beat him, and ascended to number one in the world shortly thereafter. Yeah. That's always on the list. Okay. Number 13, Ratif Goosen with 129 points, two U.S. Open titles, two European Tour money titles, six President's Cup appearances, five PGA Tour wins, nine European Tour wins. That is a stout resume, Nick. Yeah, that, that's really good. And uh, I know I keep going back to Patty Harrington. You do. I just want to say, because... You want Patty to be higher. I love this. I, I know the, I No, this is, this is completely off subject. I'm just going to go off the rails. For the fans out there listening, they probably will have no idea by the time they're listening to this, we had a audio glitch and we cut out while i was correcting joe he said that patty had won back-to-back u.s opens and he won back-to-back british opens oh did i say u.s opens you did and i corrected you but then we cut out i don't know if it recorded me correcting you and just so you don't go back later and listen and you're like oh my god i said u.s so i wanted to put it on the record there and now i I, what a relief promise but i don't think i'm gonna bring up patty harrington after anybody else that you mentioned on this list and I had to pair it there because I don't really know anything about Ratif Goosen. So it just seemed like it made perfect sense to just talk about Patty. Well, if you want to learn something about Ratif Goosen, check out the 2004 U.S. Open 72nd hole before they get into a playoff. Ratif Goosen misses an 18-inch putt to win the U.S. Open. Yes. So Stop I can't. It. It, it has escaped me who else was in the. There was a three-man playoff. But I'm telling you, the 72nd hole, someone misses a three-foot putt, and then Ratif Goosen misses an 18-inch putt to win the U.S. Open in the 72nd hole. Was it at Shinnecock? It was at Shinnecock. I believe it was. You know, it might not have been. It may have been 0-2. I know Ratif won at Shinnecock. I could be getting them messed up. But either way, Ratif Goosen is a two-time U.S. Open champion. And if he did not win that tournament, he would have been known for missing, like, one of the most embarrassing putts in golf history. But it goes the way of the Dodo because he won twice. People don't matter. Now he's number 13 on our list. What an accomplishment. 
Nick, number 12, we're getting into the dirty dozen here. The youngest person on our list, Justin Thomas, 138 points. Number one in the world, won a major championship, a PGA. He won three money titles. Do you know Justin Thomas has won money titles three of the last four years? How about that? Um, no. I, I would have guessed right, he won though, at it? least one. I mean, I, I feel like. Yeah. Is that money titles? You're saying that's separate than the FedEx Cup, right? Well, yeah, the FedEx Cup is, you know, the FedEx Cup, and then money right. titles is whoever. Well, wins the money the title game. used to be like the the thing you're all after, and everybody's exactly. obviously yeah. chasing the dollar. But but now they tried the to FedEx, make it. I wasn't the sure if there was Cup. still an official money title. Oh yeah, yeah. There well, there isn't this list, Nick, because the FedEx Cup came in in 2008, 2007. So I wanted to have something. But even after 2007, we did count a money title just as important as a FedEx Cup. Justin Thomas, three money titles, one FedEx Cup, twelve PGA Tour wins. And a major championship, number one in the world, number 12. Sounds right to me. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but number 11 on our list with 148 points, Jordan Spieth. He's very good friends with Justin Thomas. Have you have you heard about this? Uh, huh, they grew up together, to Nick. They, they knew each other before they joined the <laughs> PGA Tour? Can you believe that? How? But how would anybody ever learn that information? I, you would think that they would publicize it. You would Unless think would you knew it. them. Now, folks, as a reminder, I want to just pull it back, okay? If someone wins a major championship, we do not count that as a PGA Tour win. There's no double counting here. So if you're listening to these win totals and thinking, Joey, baby, these are off, I know they're off, but they're correct on this list, okay? And I'm saying that because Jordan Spieth has won three majors. He has nine PGA Tour wins that are non-major championships, eight top fives in majors, seven team appearances, Number eleven on our list. No beef. Well, no, I, no I do, and I'm really just trying to. When you made this list and these points shook out, was there a part of you that was like, there needs to be a human element, like like the BCS standings, where you know you've got you, you've got these controversial rankings. Like we have a young audience; they don't know what the out, BCS you is. Know? And because I'm looking at the guy who's a half of a point ahead of him Mm -hmm. and i'm like really i don't know i'm looking at their columns they're both number one in the world jordan has tripled the number of majors Eh, one less olympic medal but like eh, i don't know uh everything else seems to be in jordan spieth's favor except for european tour wins and and this guy ended up a half a point ahead. i'm I'm wondering if, if there was a part of you that was like you know Maybe one point could be dealt out for like a, a human judge's point. Like if anywhere on this list, one point could make a difference. This is where I would award Jordan Speed one point and bump him up against um, above the number 10 guy. Well, this is this is such an incredible tease. And, and we'll tell you about the number 10 guy in just a moment. But Nick, the holidays are right around the corner. Have you purchased mm-hmm. something for all the golfers in your life? <laughs> As sad as it is, I am the only golfer in my life. <laughs> Romy is so sad listening to this right now. Folks, if you're li- looking for a gift for the golfer in your life, look no further than matchstickgolf.com. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout to get 20% off incredible ball markers. Nick, I know we're recording this. Halloween is probably in the rearview mirror for most of our listeners right now, but they put out a fun Halloween pack. I know there's more fun new markers coming as we plunge toward Thanksgiving and Christmas. And Nick, I don't know if you noticed this, but they're releasing the ball markers now at Matchstick that they are texturized now, right? They're also Mm -hmm. magnetic. We are Mm -hmm. improving the technology of an already superior product. Matchstickgolf.com. Turn 20 at checkout for incredible savings at Matchstickgolf.com. The best ball markers in the game. Nick, top 10, okay? You've talked all kinds of mess about him already. I love talking mess about this guy. I think he is one of the most boring golfers. I can no one makes great list look more boring than number 10 on our list. You want Jordan Spieth ahead of him. It's not gonna happen because we're using a very unscientific, scientific formula to get this done. Number 10, the Englishman, number one in the world, one US Open, an Olympic gold medalist. Five Ryder Cup appearances, nine PGA Tour wins, 10. Count them, 10 European Tour wins. Ice cream gives him a brain freeze. It's Justin Rose. Have you seen that commercial? 
No. It's so bad. He acts for 30 seconds, and it just pisses me off every oh time I God. see it. Justin Rose belongs to be in the top 10 of twenty, mm. the top 21 golfers of the 21st century. Look, Jordan Spieth is going to be probably, if we did this list again at the end of the decade, Jordan Spieth, I bet, is going to be the top five. Yeah, it just doesn't. I, Justin Rose seems so much more fitting at number 11, and Jordan Spieth seems so much more fitting at number 10. Like, you didn't look at this and see how that shook out and we're like, hmm, is there a way I can get – if I, I can just switch those two around without screwing up everything else? Justin you didn't, you Rose, didn't think that? Like, no, maybe if I just take one one point away for a gold medal, make it worth eight instead of nine, well, ever, the world will be right. This is an interesting point because there are certainly players who benefit from the entirety of their career taking place in the 21st century. I think Justin Rose is on this list. Uh, as we go higher up, we'll see a few of these guys as well that benefit from their entirety of their career being in the first 21 years of the 21st century. Like Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas will rocket up this list as the years go on while some of these other guys will be knocked down. I think Justin Rose is going to be among those guys. There are other players who, because, and we'll get to them later, because some of their accomplishments in the 1990s were taken off, they're lower than they otherwise would be. Justin Rose finished in the as an amateur in the 1998 British Open as, I think he finished in the top five as an amateur in the British Open in 1998. So the point is, his professional golf career has spanned literally this entire century. He has 21 years to put stuff on the resume, whereas Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas only have like six or seven. So he got a half a point, a half a point more. I don't know. That's why we made a formula for this specific reason. Now, if you have a problem with the guy at number 10, how do you feel about the guy at number nine? He was he has been number one in the world. Okay, this guy actually knocked off Tiger at some point in his career from number one in the world. No majors. He has some Euro money titles, Order of Merit, nine Ryder Cup appearances, one PGA Tour win, which is comical considering how much he's played in America. Sixteen Euro wins, twelve top five in majors. How do you feel about uh, the portly Englishman Lee Westwood being number nine on this list? Yeah, I, I mean this this is a this is a pure longevity play. Yeah. Um God, I had his I had his career pull I got two. Too many tabs, baby. No, no, I know. It's just it's just, <laughs> just a model. I'm looking at his I'm looking at his year so by annoyed year. At his resume. I, I, sorry, I was looking at the first place column and I I, I thought I needed to refresh my browser because everything was blank. <laughs> um it's just like, you know, he just played. He was really good. He was super consistent. He didn't really win, but he was always in the top 25. And, and um, yeah, I mean. He's the European it, Jim Furyk. Yeah. I don't know. I, I I would like to see him maybe in the teens. But, you know, he did it for – he's done it every year. So, uh, Again, Westwood was doing it in the late 90s. He he probably would be a little bit higher if his entire career was on here. Ready to move to number eight? Oh, yeah. We're getting up there, Nick. I think I will say, I think the top eight is 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 dialed in. It's absolutely correct? I think so. Okay. So I realized I've stopped reading the points, but I'm going to start again. So for context, Jason Day was number 14 with 125 points. At number eight, with 160 points, Sergio Garcia. Never number one, one major, one player's championship, nine Ryder Cup appearances, nine PGA Tour wins, 15 Euro wins, and 12 other top fives in majors. It's a good resume. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 pretty incredible how close these guys are bunched. Mm-hmm. Up until we get into this next tier, there's a pretty distinctive tier Sergio Garcia at 160, Lee Westwood 158, Justin Rose 148, Jordan Spieth 147.5. Like those four guys are are bunched. Now we're going to start to see some separation. I feel like a weatherman. Now let's get a Thursday afternoon. We're going to get some separation in these points here. A ridge of high pressure coming in from the mm-hmm. north. Number seven, 172 points. The Aussie, 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 Aussie. Adam Scott did reach number one in the world, has a Masters. Has a players, nine President's Cup appearances, 12 PGA Tour wins, eight European Tour wins, and eight top fives and majors. Just kind of a clean sheet across the board, Nick. In his prime, when he got to number one, it, it looked like 
he might be the the guy to beat for the next decade. And he's, Don't he's they all. still what's that? Don't they all? Yeah, no, it, it's so true. But he was the original like heir to Tiger. I I think he he really. He timed his peak right after, you know, to the end of the 2000s, early 2010s, and, and his swing was so good. He was likable. The ladies liked him. Uh, you know, he dated Kate Hudson. Yeah, I in mean, Kate Hudson's prime, by the way. Yeah, we gotta get some <laughs> points for that, there. right? Is it, where's <laughs> yeah. the column for that? That should that should there bump should be up a, a little bit. Column. Well, I th- I think <laughs> I think the uh, the Adam Scott Tiger would be even higher. I think the uh, the the Adam Scott comparison to tiger is because literally if you watch tiger woods swing a golf club from you know 1992 to about 1998 it is adam scott's swing everyone's like why did tiger change his swing and it's like oh well you know it was too much torque in his body really because adam scott has had the exact same swing for 22 years and it was tiger pre his first swing change and it looks pretty damn good but I think that's the big thing, too. Not only did Adam Scott win a lot and win big events and get number one in the world, win a Masters, but he also literally has the same swing as Tiger Woods did at some point in his career. Mm-hmm. Number six. Now, here, here's where it starts to get interesting. It's 181 points. It's Ernie Els. Now, I'm going to start with the stuff that we had to take off because he did it in the 90s. Are you ready? Ernie Els won two U.S. Opens in the 90s. Let's get those out of there. Those, <laughs> those don't count. Pass them away. <laughs> That's tough. He won five other PGA Tour events. He won five European Tour events. So we're taking two majors and ten wins on the Euro and PGA Tour. I mean, not Ernie Els of the '90s would probably be ahead of. He'd be like, I don't know, probably oh. on the top ten of this list. Don't worry, Nick. What a tease! I've got some of those coming up for you. Ernie Els would be, if you included those, he would be in the top three of this list. Okay, so we're taking away a lot from the big easy. What we are going to talk about, never reached number one in the world, not even the 90s, Ernie Els. Wow. Again, that's that's the bummer of being the peak, or playing with peak Tiger. Ernie Els finished second in three majors in the year 2000 to Tiger Woods. Of course, one, he was 15 back at the U.S. Open, but still <laughs> technically he finished second. He has the two majors, two British Opens, 10 years apart. Two money titles that we're counting, six President's Cup appearances, nine PGA Tour wins, 18 Euro wins, 15 top fives in majors. He does have like 25 wins on the Sunshine Tour, which is like the South African Tour. Mm -hmm. If we gave him like a quarter point for those, it's not going to move the needle. So Ernie Mm -hmm. Els at number six. This one is the one that I had the biggest problem with. It feels low to me. He is the lowest guy with, um, oh, I shouldn't say that. I was going to say he's, Everybody below, how do I how do I phrase this? Every him and everybody above him are multiple major winners. There's no one time major winners above Ernie. Yeah, there are no slouches up here. Ernie is a literal Hall of Famer already. You know, so it's kind of tough. He loses a lot, a lot of stuff. Um, so that's Ernie else. 181 points, number six on our list. Top five, top five. Here we go. Number five on our list has definitely snorted more cocaine than anyone else on this list. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm going out on a limb. I'm saying he did that. 197 points. Dustin Johnson, entire career, of course, in the 21st century. Number one in the world for a long time. Two major championships. He has a money title, a FedEx Cup title, nine team event appearances. Take away the majors, 22 other PGA Tour wins. That is damn impressive. That is. Two Euro wins, nine top five in majors. This is exactly where I, if I had to do this just from naming people, this is exactly where I would have DJ. Yeah. No, he's, it's been a a, a really, a really incredible career. The 20, yeah. Well, that's what's so funny is like we talk about DJ and we're like, man. Kind of a kind of a disappointment. And then you yeah. rattle off his resume. The guy's won 22 times already. Excuse me, he's won 24 times if you count the majors as well. Right. But I the disappointment comes from when he had one major to his credit. That was that was like oof, the second man. one he really this needed could be that regrettable. one. Yeah. Yeah. And now, you know, now it all looks makes sense. Hopefully he'll tack on a few more. I mean you watch the dude swing still. He's he's so flexible and he's trudging towards 40. I mean, they were joking that he was the oldest guy in the team, but 
he's still probably the most flexible out of anybody. His, his, it's kind of incredible how athletic the dude is. Mm-hmm. Number four on the list, the oldest person on here. Oh, yeah. Now, you want to talk about stuff that someone doesn't get credit for. This guy, we're taking away seven PGA Tour wins from the 90s. We're taking away six European Tour wins from the 90s. You know what else we're doing, Nick? We're going back to the 80s and taking away one of those European Tour wins, too. <laughs> That's right. He won on the European Tour in 1989, 227 points. The big Fijian, VJ Singh. Now, I want to give VJ double credit because VJ won nine times in 2004. He ripped away number one in the world from Tiger Woods. That's it what is- I was going to say. In 2004, he he overtook Tiger Woods for number one in the world. Like That is one of the most incredible sports moments of, of this century. It, it, it has to be. Like, that was Tiger's prime. And VJ, like, what a maniac this man is. And to go through nine wins in a tour season, like right now, two is like, oh my God, he won twice. Um, and, and take number one from Tiger in his prime, that's something that nobody else did. Like I was saying, I was thinking in my head, guys should get like half credit for being number two in the world during the Tiger era. But like VJ should get extra credit for actually surpassing Tiger, like in like without some crazy broken leg or other happenstance. But without spoiling our top three, even though I'm sure folks can figure it out, would you put VJ ahead of any of these? Like, would you? Because obviously Tiger's one. Would you put VJ ahead of two or three? I wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't. Um, but four is pretty damn good. <laughs> four, four is pretty good. There, I mean, there is a separation. You got DJ at 197, VJ at 227 for the four and five spots. But I will say, to kind of contradict you a little bit. Someone who didn't make this list, and if this was a top 21 golfers of the past 23 years, as opposed to the top t- last 21 years, David Duvall would be on this list. David Duvall won a shitload in 98 and 99. Uh, I actually included him on this list just because I was curious of where he would finish. Just based on 21st century accomplishments, David Duvall has 26 points. He's 63 out of the 64 golfers I included on this list, so wow. he's not even close. But, I mean, David Duvall had an incredible career. He did rip away number one from Tiger. Tiger was going through a swing change, so it was a little bit different. Um, but that's not to diminish VJ's accomplishments at all. The, the guy has an incredible career, uh, certainly a Hall of Famer. Number three. He's the reason we did this, Nick. 259 points. Number three, Roy McElroy. Number one in the world for a while. Four majors. Three Order of Merits, two PGA money titles, and two FedEx Cup championships. Goes along with a Players' Championship, six Ryder Cup appearances, 15 other PGA Tour wins, four other European Tour wins, and nine top fives in majors. But boy, the guy's in a slump, isn't he? (laughs) It it really shows that he is the best player of of his generation. I, I mean... I, I don't consider Phil and Rory to be of the same generation. Rory is the best no. player of his generation and, and twenty year age quantifies that. Yeah. Fifteen, twenty year age difference. Um Rory's incredible. He has earned a lifetime exemption on the PGA tour. I think technically he has to wait a couple of years to do it because there's some age requirement. He did it too quickly or a status requirement. He hasn't played in the PGA tour enough seasons, but that will come where he can play at any PGA tour event to get 20 PGA tour wins. You have a lifetime exemption. Number two on the list, just the most fascinating person on this list. In my opinion, it's, it's Phil Mickelson. You know, it's Phil Mickelson, 266. He's not like that far ahead of Rory. Phil's at 266, Rory's at 259. You would expect Rory to overtake him sometime in the next few years because we're not counting champions tour wins. Though Phil has one of them. (laughs) Well, look, Phil has one of major more recently, so maybe I'll be eating my words. I will say, Phil is someone who kind of benefits from being a late bloomer. Now, I will say this. True. Here's... Here's what we're taking away from Phil. I say he's a late bloomer. He did win 13 times in the 90s in the PGA Tour. He did have six team appearances in Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. Phil never got to number one in the world. All of his majors came 
from 2004 to 2021. So we're counting all those. Phil never won a money title on either European or American soil. That's crazy. It's crazy, right? He did win a player's. Phil Mickelson has been on a combined 18 Ryder Cup and President's Cup teams. Two European Tour wins other than the majors and the players. 25 other PGA Tour wins. 18 top fives in majors, which leads everybody, even Tiger Woods. It's it's Phil's resume, I think, will, will be known for what it doesn't include than more than what it does. Which is no number the one in the world. Won 44 times in the PGA Tour. But yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. No number one in the world. No U.S. Open. Th- those yet don't <laughs> yet true Th- those two things don't quite compute i get obviously the tiger era was it was a huge blocker for getting to number one in the world no excuse to not have a u.s open on that resume but it- it's just kind of crazy no money titles which I-, I i didn't even realize until right now but <clears throat> i don't know i mean it's it's an incredible career but it's it's just kind of surprising you think about like the body of work you would just assume those things would come along with that at some point if you add up the points of Phil Mickelson and Roy McIlroy, you are still behind number one on this list. Nick, do you have any guesses? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to go with Tiger Woods. Yeah, it's Tiger. So here, here is what we have in this century. This is what I'm going to go back. I'm going to tell you what we have in this century, okay? So he reached <laughs> – he got to number one in the world. <laughs> oh, he did. 13 majors. 10 money titles and FedEx Cup titles combined, two players' championships, 14 team appearances, 52 other PGA Tour wins, six European Tour wins, and 16 other top fives in majors. Now, Nick, Nick, if we take just what Tiger Woods did in the 90s, you ready? Mm -hmm. He reached number one in the world, two major championships, Mm -hmm. two money titles, Three team appearances, nice. 13 PGA Tour events, two Euro wins, two other top five in majors. If we take what Tiger Woods did in the 90s, mind you, he turned pro late in 1996. So we're talking three years and change. Tiger Woods would be number 12 on this list. Behind behind millennial Tiger Woods. 1990, yeah, 1990 Tiger Woods would be uh, ahead of Justin Thomas on this list. Wow. So... It was always going to be Tiger. There was no choice. So now that we've gone through that list, Nick, from Tiger Woods to John Rahm, is Patty Harrington your biggest gripe still? I I think Jordan Spieth behind Justin Rose is my biggest gripe. That, that mm. half a point, I, I might lose some sleep over it tonight. I mean, I bet Jordan takes care of that in the next year. He just needs a top five in a major, and he's going to overtake him. That's all he needs. I can't wait for Amanda Balionis to be like, Jordan, you've you've passed Justin Rose on the uh, at, at the, the t- turn to top, top twenty one of the twenty first century. Uh, you got the monkey for back. <laughs> Amanda's a big listener. Hey, Mandy, how you doing? Who on this list do you think is going to rise the most? If we did this list twenty one years from now, and we did the top forty two of the twenty first, it's going to be the guy who almost missed it, John Rum. Yeah, you're right. It is. Because if you look at the top 10, with the exception of Rory, all those guys are pretty much at the end of their career. I suppose you can make an argument for JT, but... Yeah, JT given and where, Jordan Spieth. But they're already... Where John Rahm is they've right got now. less... I mean, John Rahm, for him to... Pass, I mean, look at the like eight guys ahead of him. You know, he can do that in, in six months. Um, whereas then you start to get to that next tier, it's going to be a little bit tougher. Also, I realized I just had an incredible oversight on this list. I called Justin Thomas the youngest person on this list, and he's absolutely not. You know who is? John Rahm. John Rahm. By two years. Yeah. John Rahm's 26. JT well, is 28. I assure you, folks, snuck the, in rest over of it, the rest of it is sterling. Everything is perfect on here besides that. How about VJ winning on the European Tour in the 80s? That that really caught my eye. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, One other thing that I noticed, just want to point this out. Justin Thomas has one major championship and one other top five. That's it. He only has two top fives and majors in his career. That is surprising. It's surprising. And his major was a PGA. 
Yeah, so like half a major. So that's it. Top 21 of the 21st century. Nick, before we go, do you have a mad golfer of the week to tell the people about? <clears throat> I do. Yes. And this this golfer, our mad golfer of the week segment, a, a golfer who played a, a nice golf course but didn't think it was quite so nice. Um, this golfer played Pinehurst, number two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Lay it on me. One of the gentlemen I was playing with said this course was living off its laurels, and he's right. The course is simply not in a condition to be charging $300 a round. This was, this was actually back from 2010. He may have some points here. They are rebuilding about six of the 18 holes for the upcoming 2014 U.S. Open. So the course is torn up on the edges on a third of the holes. There are quite a few patches of bare grass, particularly in rough areas. That being said, the greens are ad- as advertised. It takes a perfect shot to stick or you end up in one of the many greenside bunkers, which are in good shape. Oh, he likes Staff the- and caddies are amazingly friendly and will go out of the way to help you. I would play it again to check it off the list, which doesn't make sense. You already played it, so it should be off the list, but I digress. But if it wasn't Pinehurst number two, I would never spend this kind of money on this course. Kevin M., thank you for review. We will send this to our contacts at Pinehurst. Hopefully they can get those six greens taken care of. I think they're going to make a, a Kevin trophy right next to the Payne Stewart trophy they have out of Pinehurst. Mm, absolutely. That's the mad golfer of the week. I love it. The guy said it Pinehurst too. Like, who cares, man? You're out there. You got to make the best of that situation. I'll never understand it. I do love the mad golfer of the week. Nick, that's it. That's it. We did it. Another episode of At the Turn of the Books. Congratulations to Tiger Woods. He is the top, the top golfer of the 21st century. Matchstickgolf.com. Make sure you enter promo code TURN20 at checkout. Nick and I have some exciting stuff coming up for you the rest of 2021 on At The Turn. We're going to be talking about the holidays coming up soon. Nick, I'm circling the wagons. I'm getting close to the Champions Tour podcast. A script is going to be coming your way very, very soon. All right. I'm excited about that. I have some master's thoughts percolating. Things are happening. It's a very exciting time for the podcast. Turn 20 at checkout. Matchstickgolf.com. We'll talk soon. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time at the turn. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.